Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and I'm here in the United Kingdom with Pete Donaldson and his decadent drink that he can't drink because there's too much cream in the top, and when he tries to drink it, it goes in his eyes and nose. They Pete. didn't give me a straw, and little Chrissy Broad, here in London for the first time in a very, very long time, uh, has refused uh, to give me his little apple pen so I can stir the creamy coffee goodness. Pen, pineapple, apple pen. Pen, pineapple, pineapple pen. Well, Welcome home! I can't believe... Welcome home! I rock up... Chrissy Broad! With my brand new Apple Pencil and he wants to use it to stir his crappy coffee. I do. Stir the, stir the emotions of the listeners <laughs> and stir my coffee so I can actually drink it. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, I, instead of making Chris a coffee, I went to the Starbucks app uh, and Chris has changed because usually he would be found back in the day drinking something that, more akin to this. A, a sugary... It's less a coffee, creamy, more dessert. It is more a dessert. I, I, you could probably <laughs> add a bit of beer to so that. would be That's bloody lovely. just but, a um, cup of diabetes. It really Look is. At it. And, and I can't drink it because they haven't given me a straw. So thanks, the whales. On the way here, on the Heathrow Express, mm. I got my uh, iced coffee from Heathrow. Right. Got a paper straw. By the time I got on the train, the straw had gone all soggy. And it's I a race against time. You got to speed up. Couldn't drink the iced coffee. Drink anyway. your coffee quickly. Anyway, it's a celebration. I'm here with Pete in the mm. headquarters of Pete's billion-dollar podcast company. But... Mm. As I flew in, I, the plane flew straight over here, actually. Did you, looked, see, did you see the top of the building? It's like Tony Stark. It's like, it's a stack <laughs> HQ, massive Pete's sign. Face. Yeah. It was annoying. It's kind of like, oh, can I just get out here? But <laughs> yeah. I had to fly all over London. Do you know what I thought as I looked out over 8 million people? I thought, 8 million people, only one Sunday Times best-selling yes. author. Fucking get in. Chris um, is a best-selling author. As I said to my business partner, <laughs> he's going to be terrible. <laughs> and he said, best keep it within, within this this WhatsApp group then, I said. <laughs> Arrogance level. It, Congratulations, safe. man. That's great. I, You know, I really wanted it. I wanted it. <laughs> you wanted it. As I said a few weeks ago on the podcast, I, you only get one shot when mm. the book comes out, right? And mm. then, I'm not going to do it again. Probably. Right. Um, and they'll want you to do it they again. They want it now, won't they? Yeah, they'll oh, want Chris, it now. Can you just do another book for us? Yeah, because you really enjoyed the process the first <laughs> time, didn't you? It didn't stress you out at all. <laughs> it, I didn't sort of speak to you over Christmas, and you were crying into a really nice dinner. <laughs> oh, I've got so much of a book to write. Uh, I really did shoot myself in the mm, foot. Chess boxing yeah. and writing a book. Don't do that. Mentally, no. physically <laughs> destroyed. But, uh, yeah, I, it's kind of cool, though. Like, yeah, being a number... It's not even like... Uh, Sunday Times best. It's the number one. It's the yeah. biggest selling bloody book in the UK. Well, you deserve it, man. How's that you happened? worked really hard on it. 
I don't know how it happened. I, I really don't, but it's, mm. it's kind of like... Thank the it, people. Thank the people. Thank, thank the people, thank please. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. It's thanks to you. You've done this. Yeah. Well done. I mean, he wrote it, I wrote so it. he doesn't mean it. But it's like, whenever... He that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, like, whenever you have, like, success, uh, yeah. as I've been lucky to have over the years, like, you no, kind of no. share it with this, everyone. This doesn't sound like something I've done. <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything <laughs> no, no, no. that's kind of close to any experience I've had, if I'm completely well, honest. like, you know, when you, when, if something good happens like this, you, mm. it feels like a win for everyone, because mm. all of the Broad Japan community, this is a win for them as well yeah. and uh, and those pen pushes up at uh, City Hall they're really <laughs> thinking again about well, like, messing with the man Chris Broad it's cool I, like, yeah. I went on Trash Taste the other day mm. and uh, you know give them a piece of your mind yeah. <laughs> and like you know uh, we talked about how like British people are kind of rubbish introducing themselves mm. I don't know about you but I'm like hello I'm doing YouTube video right, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. like oh yes yeah, so I said I know a man away. who does a YouTube video <laughs> Well, I, I never know how to introduce myself because right. calling us, oh, I'm a YouTuber. Mm. To anyone over 35, they're like, you disgust me. Wrongen. Yeah, you just says, you just mean wrongen. Yeah, you're a wrongen. You've, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it's not a proper job. It's rubbish. You're no. a loser. Get out of my kitchen. And by like, <laughs> I'm people under 35, <laughs> people are, are like marvel. They're like, wow, YouTube, the future. Yes. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Uh, but now I can be like, well, it's... Uh, Best Sunday Times best-selling author Chris. Well, yeah. I could do that now, and they'll go. They'll be like, "You just sound like a dickhead." Get out of my kitchen again. Everyone, I'm going to tell everyone the books are very right-wing. <laughs> it's the new John Peterson. Chris is the new John Peterson. He saw which way the wind was going. He saw which way the grift was going, and he thought, "You know what? I want a slice of that pie." <laughs> I, ch- I every time I think of Jordan Pearson, I remember that one interview where he just goes, "I choose my words very carefully," <laughs> and he said that sentence eight times. My favorite bit of that uh, of that man's whole hilarious um, oh, grift is that um, I like it when he um, spoke, uh, you know, as eloquently as he usually does uh, about. Um, I mean, terrible man, but he he uh, he spoke about uh, an emotional um, experience he had watching a band. Yes. And he was like, I was watching this band in, I think it was in Nashville or something. And it was so emotional to me. And the, the way that these kind of like, the, 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 these incredible musicians just kind of like their whole process just gets together and makes this beautiful thing. And he's oh, like, he's in tears talking him. about it. Bless him. And then somebody uh, took a picture from the Instagram of him watching that band. And it was one of those really kind of hawky, tourist trappy, <laughs> dueling piano kind of bars. <laughs> it's just two guys going, <laughs> <laughs> it was so rubbish. That's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he chooses words very carefully. Uh, but so did I, and that's yeah. why it's a Sunday time. What's the best word you've used? In it? You've not even got a copy for us to use. Uh, uh, he's running off. He's run off. He's run off. He's just left me here to sit in this big, silly studio. You oh. Got, you, you need to use that one. What's as this? A, as, a, as a prop. What the... F- why have you given me the Lonely Planet book? Guide to Japan? Because you like Japan. It's a little bit like your book, isn't it? A hundred... I destroyed this book in front of a TED Talk once because I talked about how, like... Oh, like Jeff Capps tearing up a phone <laughs> book. Well, like, they don't... There's, like, one page. There used to be, like, one page for all of North Japan. It right. Was like, Kyoto, a thousand pages. Tokyo, yeah. two thousand pages. <laughs> I just opened the book to page 406, and it's a restaurant advert called Soul Fuck Try. Soul Fuck Try. Control-Alt-Delete. Soul Fuck Try. Nice, good. Um, 
<laughs> so random. I want to go there now. It's in uh, it's in Osaka. Solfuck trying. What about uh, this uh, excellent book? Is this the uh, the football the, gamble? Football uh, ramble. Go on, oh, no. written by not, not a not a best selling book. Uh, it can be found in a lot of charity shops. Disconcertingly so. BBC Radio 5, consistently brilliant. Consistently <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. I want to be consistently brilliant, but well done. Yeah, Put thanks, in your book. Thanks. Uh, you the... learned, you, I could have done a forward for you, but, you know. Who did your forward again? It was somebody uh, very nobody, popular, wasn't nobody it? Nobody did a forward. What? Nobody said, nobody. Chris is brilliant. Go read this book. Yeah. Nobody said I'm brilliant. You've it's got so many shame. big highfalutin friends. Uh, none of them stepped none, up. None of them reviewed it, no. Oh. Nobody. I'll review should've it. Sent the, I, I don't 10 think, out of 10. Should have sent it to Ken Watanabe and been like, read this. And it, he wouldn't have done it. He would just come. <laughs> what it. is this? Shit? He wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's cool. I'm just, you know what? I'm just glad the book's done and it's out of the mm. way and it's released because mm. I spent like months writing it what's in that? a room, just like. Mm. What's, that? what's that? What's that? What's that noise, Chris? Is it the pitter patter of another advance for another <laughs> <laughs> for book number two? I must say that on the door. There's not much money in books. It really Ooh. isn't. Like, yeah, <laughs> as you, you told me, you warned us on the podcast. Um, yeah, you know, try splitting it five fucking yes. minutes. Excuse <laughs> my language. At least I have to split it between a football ramble. Like, yeah, there's, <laughs> there, you, there's, there's no money in books no. unless you sell a million copies, mm. uh, like Atomic Habits or Prince Harry's awful book. But like, it's, mm. but like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There's, there's no money. But the audiobook is coming. You are in the London. You're in London to record and the audiobook, which is uh, exciting. It's, it is, I've yeah. said it before. It's going to be hard work. It's going to be hard work. Three days in a room, eighty thousand words. But like, yeah, yeah, think about the book though. It's kind of cool. Just go back in time, relive mm. moments from ten years ago and whatnot. So I really enjoy writing it personally, and that's why I don't think I could write a sequel because mm. I don't. There's nothing I could write about now. Have, have there been any kind of um, reviews from like um, punters who've bought the book? Like good ones. Yeah, there's a awful oh, <laughs> the the worst review I saw. It's just a photo of the book. I think it's on Amazon. Mm. Amazon. It was like four stars. Amazon, and it's a photo of the book. It's I got the book, but there was blood on it. <laughs> and, just, and there's a photo of the book and the pages is covered in blood. Right. And it's could like, that not just be red ink? It looked like no. It looked like, like blood. blood. Right, like, there's, okay. it, I, there's a bit of a brawn Japan every book. Just special, cut my fingers. Special over gift. <laughs> a little special gift for the I, fans. It was a bit. I bled to write this book. I, it's kind of like wow. Don't give that a bad review. That's not my fault. There's blood in the book. There's somebody at the bloody warehouse chop their fingers off while <laughs> fucking doing it. Someone making the book painstakingly in a room, sticking it together, amazing. cutting their fingers up. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. The reviews are generally good, apart from that one mm. and the breastfeeding books. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the famous oh, the, uh, How many did you sell those, uh, those in the end? Seven or eight? I think like a few dozen breastfeeding books. Wow. I could not want that more. I could not want that more. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I really want one. I'm breastfeeding. A few people don't even know what we're talking about here, but like, yeah, for some reason, somebody stole my book. They stole the front cover of the book, put mm. it on Amazon US, and they, inside the book, it was just a, a painstaking guide on the ups and downs and highs and lows of breastfeeding. Highs and lows. Yeah. Mm. But I think so, that'd be like a limited edition, special edition, auctionable item one day. I want one. It's like the, I, want, um, I want one. Yeah, I want one. <laughs> Somebody was, I, you know, I said like the other week, someone's really sad, and they got it, and I was like, "No, this is a treasured item. Mm. This is the breastfeeding edition." But why don't you? <laughs> it's not gonna. Why don't you? <laughs> Unless Penguin give me an advance for a second book, and I'm like, 
well, this one, it's got to be breastfeeding. One of the travelling audi- the world. One of the uh, one of the audio books that you're recording. There, there is an option to turn on the sound of a suckling young child. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I think my next book should just be travelling around the continents, various countries of the world. And just discover different rituals around breastfeeding. Yes, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck it. But anyway. The amount of stuff you made me cut out of the show last week. <laughs> and now you're saying that you're going to go around the world looking at breastfeeding. Breastfeed, it's, it's part of the book, isn't it? It's part of the book. It's part of the world. Part right. of the uh, Bronze Pan universe. I arrived this time. Or as I call it, the Tittyverse. Oh, God. But the last, uh, the last two times I arrived in the UK, the first thing I did, right, my ritual... It wasn't breastfeeding. That was, <laughs> <laughs> it was. arrivals. It was. It was While you waiting for your bag. It was going to the vending machine and getting a Kinder Bueno. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And each time it got, it got stuck. Right. And I didn't get the Kinder Bueno. I'm sorry, Chris. This time I walked straight past it. and Went no, not today. You didn't fonz it. You didn't get I didn't. a, a bun in. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. You're not doing it. No. Right. Okay. I've learned my lesson. No <laughs> bloody British vending machines for me ever again. How are you? Jeez. How are you holding up? Because obviously you. How are you? <laughs> what, how are you holding up at your end of the bargain? How like how is? Sense? Well, I mean, you must be absolutely bloody exhausted because you landed. You touched down here Wednesday or something. I don't know. Because we were supposed to be recording like last week, and I got incredibly ill. Um, too, much again. too much absinthe again. Too much absinthe again. Too much if they call it. Um, and uh, yeah, like, and and then you went off to Europe for a bit, and then came back, and it's just like. You've been all over the place. You must be knackered. I don't know where I'm coming or going. No, but I'm 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 an, I'm happy. Yeah, happy. happy. And that's I would have been happy thing. if I had that Kinder Bueno. Yeah, I know it's good. It's good to be back in the UK. Summer. It's beautiful. You know, you come out of Heathrow Airport and you just smell weed, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember. We're home, yeah. Everyone does that here, and you can smell you? that on the, the the warm afternoon breeze. Do you the do smell the? Do you do, do you do the um, face when people? Do you do the weed? Do you do the weed? Do you do the weed? Do you do the weed, Chris? That's that's all American podcasts and video are like though. They're all just like, <laughs> we oh, let's right talk now. about weed forever. Why aren't we doing that now? endlessly? Let's celebrate a leaf, Joe for Rogan a bit. style. Yeah. Um, uh, do you kind of like? Do, do you do the when you hit when you smell a bit of weed? You go. Mm-hmm. I oh, kind of go. What? I still do it at my age. I still go. What past I got? Oh no, see. <laughs> oh, well, you're a bit older than I am, Pete. Mm, it's true. a different time. But yeah, I, different I think time. I grew up used to it yeah. around me, right? But <laughs> I've grown up in oh, prohibition. Yeah. I'm like, if I see a, a pint of lager, I'm like, what? <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. Someone call the cops. Well, it's good to be back, though. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's nice to be here, back in a room with you. <laughs> first time since Christmas. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good cool stuff. that we're, you know. Doing the podcast with video now. With video now. And I realise that the last few episodes have been us basically talking about um, how cool the video is. Uh, but let's not forget, there has been a lot of um, audio podcasts released over the years. And oh, yeah. A lot of people have been listening. And what Still I Still will, I hope. The comments, <laughs> I, the comments I like on the YouTube, though, um, different, oh, different breed, different breed of poster, I would say. Um, yeah. I like people who sort of say... Um, Chris, you should do an audio version of this show. Well, go, we've done 450 episodes. I mean, the reason, like, one of the main reasons, uh, you know, we've talked about why, why not do a mm. video. Like, I, it's the comments, yeah. It's kind of like, it's half the reason to do it, because you want to be like, oh, yeah, I want to engage with people right, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also the bit where it's kind of like, oh, no, but then every time, like... You feel toilet, like you're... You know, bearing in mind that your job is kind of fulfilling what people want from you, and you have to be very open to new ideas mm. and how you how people um, want you to do, you know, the things that they enjoy effectively. Mm. But it's hard to have a data-driven uh, uh, um, kind of um, experience from that, pulling that out. It, 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 it's more just like, that man said something horrible about me, and now I have to do something different because I'm upset. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. it must be hard to sort of, to sort of not absolutely lose your loaf and get very I'm, upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I most 
YouTubers that I know, big the you know big YouTuber folks, mm. they don't read the comments. They just don't. And no, they're all the happy for the best. For it. I do. I do read them still. You mm. know, um, I like to engage still with real folks to me. Watch. Damn it! Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's important to engage with viewers and and chat with them in the comments. I do enjoy it. And mm. honestly, like one in a hundred comments might be a shit comment. It's just unfortunate that. You remember that. It's like yes, going down yeah, the line yeah, yeah. of people and shaking hands. But you remember the one person that punched you in the face. In his hands. Yeah, or just, just the person <laughs> that punched you in the face, right? You, yeah. you remember that a little bit. So there it's a thought. But like, no, it's cool. And it's, it's really been really fun to take it to YouTube. So thank you guys for watching. Thanks, guys. But thank you for listening. Yeah. Because I realise that, you know, most people might still just listen to it. Because mm. it is a listenable Can't see thing. me drinking a delicious coffee. Can't see Pete making a... Right, old I fucking drink, mess. I can't, I can't drink it. Look, oh dear. Why are you trying to drink whatever that is? That frothy mess. I'll read out the story of the week. Oh, it's at me teeth. And we got a story from Lucy from Swansea, who says, uh, "Hello, Pina Colada, uh, Pina Pete and Colada Chris." Nice. So I've got this little tale from my time in Osaka that's uh, like equal parts confusing and hilarious. Uh, I'd caught wind of the. I hope it doesn't involve that dodgy place wind. you just read about in Lonely Planet. What was it called? Soul Fuck Try. Soul Fuck Try. Was, yeah. uh, <laughs> I can't really open the page and found that the one restaurant in Japan that's got a swear word in the name. Um, I've caught wind of this speakeasy that's like the Willy Wonka factory of cocktails. No menu. Just pure flavour wizardry tailored to your taste buds. Intrigued, I'm on a mission following some cryptic online posts that had me hunting down clues. And let me tell you, finding this place was no easy feat. I had to track down a teeny little door with a hole cut in it on the third floor of a building. Like I'm sort of some sort of cocktail craving contortionist. But hey, I'm all for a bit of adventure. So I shimmy through that hole, feeling like I've just entered Narnia or something. Inside, it's like this cosy little pocket of magic. I mean, this place was so small, you think you'd accidentally stumbled into someone's walk-in closet. But that was part of the charm, I suppose. So the whole point is there's no menu, which in the moment threw me off. I didn't have a clue what to order. I think for a minute, uh, and there I am, ready to roll with a classic pina colada, my go-to. But then I see a sign glaring at me in all its English glory. If you want a pina colada, go somewhere else. (laughs) I swear I had to do a double take. My go-to drink blacklisted from the speakeasy. I'm feeling a bit offended and amused like yeah it might be a bit cringe but who can i deny that they love the taste who can deny sorry that they love the taste of a pina colada i do like it it's good yeah i, I can drink a, yeah, I can drink a colada good shit so i'm back to square one no i no idea what to ask for but hey i'm a trooper i turn to the bartender and ask what do you recommend he starts talking but the place is so tiny and the music's so loud i can barely make out a word so there i am nodding along like i'm on the secret uh, like I'm in on the secret and saying, yeah, one of those, please, whatever. The bartender nods back, and just like that, <laughs> I've handed this drink so strong, I can't sip it without wincing and looking <laughs> like a twat. I'm not even going to lie, it tasted horrendous. Bring the pina coladas back. What are your guys' go-to drinks? Are you ting pina colada? Cheers, Lucy from Swansea, the and, pina colada lover. And that's why you should always travel with a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, you climb through a hole, you John McClaned it, through... A pipe. You ended up in someone's front room. <laughs> John demanded a pint pina colada. I mean, what were you expecting? <laughs> I, I, it's kind of a shame that they're like, if you want to play a pina colada, fuck off. Yeah, like, why I, they, they really that? should. I mean, I think they should really be. Did they actually say fuck off? No, they said oh, go, go, somewhere somewhere else. Else. go somewhere else. I mean, still, that's still quite. Uh, it's a bit harsh. It's, <laughs> It's a bit down the line, isn't it? Customer's always right. And if the customer, if Lucy wants a pina colada, give her a pina colada. I think you should have ordered it, Lucy, and seen what would happen. 
I just slap yeah, you. Just make, yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do? Maybe just get me a pina colada. I would say that, like, if there was a place that only had cocktails, I would assume your martinis of this world, right. your negronis, maybe a caprina or something, would be the ones that they Old would fashion, probably, yeah, yeah uh, like, lean into. The big whiskey guys, aren't they? Yeah. Aren't they? So... You know, I, I I think I would have been all right, but if... I mean, you would have been all right with your Moscow Mule. Moscow that's Mule, very much, that's, that's my drink, Lucy. Drink, Moscow so, Mule, yeah. a bit of lime, a yeah. bit of vodka, a bit of whatever, ginger ale. Whatever else is in there. Whatever else is in there. You can't... Nobody in the UK knows what it is. No. I, I, but, guy nearly punched me in the face at a pub last Christmas. I came back and I was like, Pin, uh, can I have a Moscow Mule, please? He's yeah. like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's a, it's a vodka with ginger ale and some lemon. He's like, why don't you just say that then? And I was like, I remember why I left the UK now. I remember why I left this fucking country. Chris, I mean, if you've been watching the news, they have invaded a country. So maybe maybe it's a political stance he was making. You Moscow, never know. All right, yeah, you never true, know. True. But it's, that's my go-to trip. What would you have had then in this hypothetical cocktail I don't know, man. Bar. I don't know, man. I think I would very much... I just like what they do with ice out there. They're always titting about with it. They're always making uh, perfect, icy, sort of circular drinks. It's really good stuff. So I would probably mm. go for an old-fashioned or a Negroni or something. Yeah. Anything with something bitter in. Delicious. I lo- yeah, I love the whiskey glass when you get like the big round ball mm. of ice perfectly yeah. formed. There's probably a reason why that's not very good by some that's... cocktail connoisseurs, but I, mm, I think it's cool. No, I think it's, I think there's science behind it. And then when I'm finished, I finished, I just have it in my hand and throw it at people. <laughs> like a wizard with an orb. Put it, I put it in a, yeah, I put it in my socket, swing it around my head and go, <laughs> does anybody want some? I'm not paying for this, bye! And back oh, out of the God. room. Oh, good God. <laughs> but I'll check this place out. I do think yeah. Lucy wrote where it's called other than it's Wheelie Wonka Factory of No, I would like to know. I think Lucy is particular is being uh, particularly uh, obtuse so that uh, nobody finds out and floods her. the place. I wanna, well, come on, Lucy. Oh, no, I want to go there and be like, pina colada's all around. Yeah, let us I want everyone in this restaurant, everyone in this bar, give them a pina colada <laughs> and see what happens next. Yeah. Anyway, pina coladas aside, <laughs> what... <laughs> what is the news of the week, Mr. Donaldson? What's going on in Japan over there? Oh, you're not going to believe what people have been eating, Chris. There's always something going on over there. Uh, there's been a recall issued for thousands of rice balls following some customer complaints. Oh. Earlier this month, 7-Eleven recalled all of its pickled plum shisho, uh, shisho rather, uh, and sesame rice balls after two people found cockroaches in them. Mmm, extra oh. fibre, extra protein, delicious. No. Um, those plummy guys, they never look nice. Are they nice? Are they good? Are no. they bad? Yeah. Um, it's kind of salty, isn't it? Um, eh? Like yeah. the sour plum. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't care for it. Don't care Terrible. for it. Anyway, uh, in both cases, a cockroach was said to have been found inside the packaging film. Thankfully, both customers noticed the insect before eating the rice balls. Oh. And they... Um, Confirm the contamination, the company, 7-Eleven. Uh, they issued a recall of all of the pickle plum shisos, uh, the sesame rice balls, sold at its stores in Saitama, uh, with the best before date of whenever. But um, 2,000 rice balls sold at 370 stores. So, there's just... I wonder how many more cockroaches they found later on. Basically, the, this contamination happened. What are you looking at? What are you looking at the, computer, the computer in your hands for? Are you, are you questioning the amount of cockroaches? No, are no, you no. questioning the amount of stores? You said 2,000 rice balls sold at roughly 370 stores. Yeah. That is 5.4 rice balls per store. Right. infected with cockroaches. That's too many. One's too many. Half is too many, some would say. Yes, that's yeah. pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Well, I cockroaches. mean, they, they didn't all have cockroaches in them. I just believe they were Two from the same... The, the, the cockroach infestation happened at a very specific time in the, um, in the company factory. But, I mean... 
it must be extra challenging for factory owners to keep things clean in such a humid, hot, Mm. cockroachy um, kind of environment. I mean, cockroach is the universal symbol for you fucked up your hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> and and in, in the UK, well, we got flies. They're just like flies, man. Mm. They just hang out. But like cockroaches are like, you fucked it. You fucked <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's weird. I mean, all the years I've lived in Japan, I've seen cockroaches maybe four times yeah. in various places. One was my apartment in North mm. Japan and it followed me down the corridor like a horror movie. That's quite sweet. It was really weird. It followed me down the corridor of the apartment. Are you YouTuber? I went in my room and like shut the door to my apartment and I looked through the peep hole. I shit you not, it was just sitting there by the door. Giving the fingers. Like a a puppy dog or a cat waiting for me to come out and feed it. It was really sweet. It was a bit creepy. I like that story. Are they smart? Do they know what's going on? They could have gone oh. to be. A, they're probably in the wall. Their family are probably in the wall somewhere, mm. and I think that's lovely. Well, the next time I saw one was on a my pillow at a Love Hotel right. in Shibuya. That wasn't yeah. so pleasant. Mm. And then the third well, you, time you did go to Hotel Cockroach. It <laughs> was, was like a chocolate on the pillow. You eat it. Oh, oh, it was really right. It was called like Hotel Mona Lisa, Hotel Paris, mm. or some. Sh- anyway, it was. It was. Oh, it was I, I mean, I would say I'm surprised that these cockroaches managed to find themselves inside the wrapper of the onigiri because uh, that's something me with a pause yeah. thumbs have been able to do every single time I open one of those bloody it must, things. It must have sort of wandered into the rice, the, the rice pile of rice, or the plums. Oh, yeah, food, could have been it? going for the plums. The pl- oh god, I mean, have you got the plums? Ume, you know, sour plums are just uh, a tr- the good thing is because I hate sour plums, I would oh. never. This would never happen to me. No. Unless they're going the tuna ones. If they're going the right. mayonnaise tuna yeah. on a geary, then I'm stuffed. Dead cats. I'm done. There's loads of cats in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kill me or buy me. I do whatever. I don't care. Oh. But yeah. I, I, what was the third? Oh, third time I saw a cockroach was in a restaurant in Sendai. <laughs> that was Cockroach Watch with Chris Frod. Three, three cockroach <laughs> encounters in ten years. That's it's not bad. It's mainly what his book's about. <laughs> I remember the day well. It was August seventh, and the cockroach was there. <laughs> yeah, no, I've only seen it three times. It's not bad for ten years. That's not too bad. Hygiene. Well, so anyone who's scared, seen a lot more rats there. You can't, you can't say that you have just because you've only <laughs> seen three cockroaches. That's not your hygiene. I've seen a lot more rats in Japan. Though. Okay, they're right. everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. <laughs> hey, rats, Good. cockroaches. Don't worry. Most things in don't Japan worry. are safe. Yeah. I will say though, like when you go into some mum and pup style restaurants, like little family run ones, they are quite. Gritty and grotty. Mm. You look in the kitchen. Yeah, don't don't look in the kitchen. Don't look in the kitchen. You'll see like things. You want the hot dog? Yeah, you won't. You'll you'll eat the the nice food. You'll be like, yeah. oh, this is the best food on karaoke. Yeah. And they'll be like, ah, oh, arigato gozaimasu, gochito semadeshi. And then you'll look in the kitchen and be like, holy shit, <laughs> somebody hasn't cleaned up since 1979. Mm. So be be yeah. I think that's kind of like that's that's throwing me off a lot of the time with Japanese restaurants because the, the license for like getting a restaurant or a bar is quite easy, right? Yeah, well, uh, the, anyone the, could just do it in their like kitchen. In their well, Isakai is like they're cooking preferring food on like just little sto- little kind of like camping gas stoves. Um, Sometimes in, yeah, in, yeah. in a toilet, basically. <laughs> it's like, Here's your food. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the reason like Japan's dynamic when it comes to dining out. Sometimes, mm. but yeah, there's. There's been a lot of cases where I've looked in the kitchen and gone, that wouldn't pass a sanitary test. No. How has this happened? No. Well, I don't want to come here again. You're a Kimanagi. Do you remember Kimanagi on the telly? No, they were like the, the people that? that would come around and clean. It basically showed you how to clean stuff oh, in, in Britain. They were like, it was a, one of them was long and one of them was short and big, and they would just come around. And every, the answer was always bicarb or white wine vinegar. It was just always vinegar or bicarb, acid, uh, alkali. <laughs> Put them on your taps, and it'll just help somehow. It's not. It sounds like Mario Kondo. 
No, it wasn't her. It wasn't uh, her. No, turning up, throw things that don't spark joy. No, that, that no. This is just <laughs> toss genuinely out, toss out your sick partner. on the floor. How do you get sick off the floor? Kind of, <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of vibe. Marion Condo would not approve of that. <laughs> Does <laughs> it give you joy? It, it, it makes me slip, actually, Marie. <laughs> oh, good girl. What happened? She kept her head down. Actually, has yeah. she probably tied it away? Yeah, tied it. <laughs> too much. Didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't like, spark joy, yeah. throw it out the window. My face has never that. sparked joy. Oh, with anyone. Toss God it out. damn it. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions over in the fax machine. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Wow. All right, and we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners and viewers? Mr. Donaldson. Roy the boy says, Ahoy, Chris and Pete. Um, I'm writing to ask Chris since moving to Tokyo. Do you miss living in Sendai? Is there a big difference? Is there a big hole in your heart where once Sendai lived? I added that bit. (laughs) And I think you can tell. No, no, no? Really. Uh, no uh, yes, a little bit. Do you I, miss the slightly less um, punishing amount of people running around? Yeah, I do. I mean, Tokyo is a lot hotter than Sendai. It's like five degrees hotter, and wow. in the summer that can be the really add up, between yeah. like life and death. Yeah, um, I miss just being able to get in my car and drive over to see Natsuki easily. That never yeah. happened, but it could. Once every year, I yeah. did it. And <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would, I would say that you um, mimed um, a motorbike there. <laughs> I did. I don't yeah, know why. Bike, um, yeah. I miss, I miss the countryside of Yamagata, which was on the doorstep of Sendai, right? Mm. And I actually spent before the move, I was spending quite a bit of time in Yamagata working on a documentary about mm. a traditional inn that's coming out soon. And that was when I was like, oh, why am I moving mm. again? This I should have been moving over here into the fucking mountains and the rice field. But like, you know. It is what it is, and it's been kind of cool living in Tokyo. I don't think I could do it like mega long term. Yeah, I'm not a city person, and right. um, 
Yeah, but it's been really cool being hanging out with friends. You know, I've seen Pete and Connor and all sorts of. I have more than friends than that. Uh, Jerry, I saw <laughs> Jerry. Some of them you don't see, some of them <laughs> it's been where, cool hanging out with friends. Are all like the trash taste lads around Tokyo? Is that kind of where they? Well, in the they're... Tokyo area, spread around. Let's yeah. right, not okay. dox them. But, not like, dox. <laughs> I, I don't think you'll be able to find them by the way. No, Tokyo, no, no. <laughs> but like no, they're spread around. It's it's cool. I can see all sorts of friends. All three of them. Um, a lot easier than I can All before. sorts of friends with yeah. Chris. And also when I flew here to London, you know, I, it was, I just went to Hanada Airport yes, really easily. That's before easy. I used to be like, I'll oh, get on the bullet train. It must be nice to have like living in a city that, that really works transport-wise. Oh yeah. my God. That's good. And it's a true 24-hour city as well, which uh, Tokyo, London yeah. is not. That's very true. It is. But you know, like Tokyo is a fantastic city to live in. It's not really for me. It's good from a sort of business worker perspective. Yeah. But I couldn't do it long term. Mm. I just don't think the quality of life is that great there. But then maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Just not for me. But like, beautiful city. Go and live there. But I'm very, very glad I got to spend my first few years in Japan in the countryside in somewhere a bit more rural. Having right. an experience that most folks don't get to have. Okay, dokie. Because Tokyo's That's fair. so globalised. Uh, we've got a question here from Ollie. He says, hello, uh, Kiora, Chris and Pete. My brother Isaac and I have been fans of your channel and the podcast for years now. Isaac currently lives in Iwaki. Ooh, he's an ALT with Jet. Iwaki's a... In Fukushima, don't know why I'm singing. Mm, nice, Iwaki, beautiful. Yeah, it's South Fukushima, and I was hoping to buy him a copy of your book for his upcoming birthday. Where can I buy a copy that'll be sent within Japan? Kind regards. You let this Ollie. question through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well, uh, the, the, <laughs> the Sunday Times best-selling book is available. It's at oh, Amazon, mm. Amazon Japan, isn't mm. it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, just Amazon Japan. It's in the section uh, <laughs> expressing milk uh, and computer <laughs> scientist biographies. Weirdly, computer scientist number one. It's the number one book about computer science apparently on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know how. How much computer science did he put in there? Fuck all. Right. Like I got. I, it's just like it's like Steve Jobs. <laughs> and then are they just picking Bill up Gates. Like, picking up that your your, your writing style is very mechanical? <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird to be above Edward Snowden and Steve Jobs. But I'll take it. Right. Even though I don't deserve it. What's happened to old Snowden? You don't hear about him I anymore. I don't know, but Do he's not number one in the computer no, science section. True. So you can, point. Yeah. He's living in Russia. Uh, Abby from Loughborough says, Hello, Chrissy and Pete. I've heard all about the cherry blossom season in Japan, but are there any other lesser-known seasonal uh, events or festivals that the Japanese celebrate? Cheers, hmm. Abby from Loughborough. Well, Abby, August is the probably the biggest time for festivals. You've got Orbon, the festival of the dead. Hmm. Um, we celebrate your family that are, that are dead. Um, you celebrate oh. them you remember them which is nice yeah. um, criticise them <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you love me dad you just stand over the grave uh, and uh, there's there's a lot of fireworks festivals like the, all the fireworks festivals the uh, biggest of which are in Niigata Akita and actually Yamagata mm. weirdly because there's not much else there I think they want to be like well we've got a fireworks display fuck you Tokyo <laughs> um, and you've got like Aomori you've got the the, the amazing festivals up there no, one, I can't remember the name of it no, right. ne- Nepeta Nepeta festivals in right. yeah every, it's just like the, the festival season is August unfortunately it's so hot you can't really enjoy the festivals no you will be roasted like well, a chicken but... in, in July um, there's in something called the Hokkaido Heso Matsuri the What's belly that? button festival. Oh my lord! Where everyone just draws faces on their bellies and does a belly da- belly dance. There's, there's the so many festivals, right? Festival. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. Why is nobody do- What I like about it is that um, this week, this year's, or maybe last year's, I'm just looking online. Um, I'm looking online, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, the address was a temporary venue inside um, Shin Aoi uh, Shopping Street. <laughs> oh, there you go. Just men and women painting their bellies. Them around. Yeah. There's, there's so many festivals you never hear about, though. Like, there's one in, I think, Akita where they build this incredible bespoke boat out of wood and paper. A bespoke boat? Bespoke boat, and then they burn it in a oh. field. Uh, and it's like right. the children of Akita spend a year working on it, and then it's just like, all right, get a petrol out. Yeah. <laughs> Start building the next one. What's Dickheads. the more of the festival? Yeah. Don't ever dream, children. <laughs> don't aspire to build a ship. <laughs> like, I don't know. But there's so many cool festivals. I feel like I should like dedicate a summer, maybe next summer, mm. to going around the country and like chronicling them all. Right, because I've seen frighteningly f- few festivals, but uh, yeah, great country. And there's yeah, but and there's there's big ones as well, like the New Year's more not, but uh, mm. yeah. August, festival season. Cool. That's all for now this week, guys. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into broadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, good to be back in the UK with Mr. Dawson. I'll be here the next few episodes. Um, see you around. Have a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do all over again on the Broad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Cheers, everyone. My uh, drink's melted slightly. Yay! Broad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com